Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Oh, y'all, today, ooh, ooh, it's gonna be fun. Hey, hey, it's gonna be fun because I have a very special guest. It's my girl, Claudia Jordan. She's an actress, a TV host, and she's currently hosting Fox's Souls Out Loud. Mm. How are you? I'm awesome, girl. Welcome to my podcast. Your skin looks so bomb. Thank you, girl. Micro needling like, to the rescue. Like you have the skin of like a 20 year old. What's going yeah, on oh, here? Well, okay. It's good. all like no pores and tight and just luscious looking. Thank you. Dewey. I'm trying to tell you, it's the micro needling oxygen facials that I've been I getting. Need to go get that. Yes. You look so good. Like, tell me about you hosting, girl. Tell me about. I've Fox. always wanted to host. A, I mean, that's kind of like my dream job. You know, like mm. I'm, I think I call myself a professional shit talker, and I'm very yes, opinion- you are. I'm opinionated, and I stand my ground, and it is what it is. And I, I, I feel like you you have to be like that and be well-rounded. Okay. You know? So um, I was doing a morning radio show in Dallas, which I loved. Yeah. They don't have a lot of female leads in radio. Actually, it's a mm. very male-dominated space where they don't... It's How ha- did you discover that, though? Well, I did a couple shows and it's always like... The female role is almost like a shut up and just laugh at my joke. Type exactly of thing, right. right. She just she just chimes in. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like at a, at a smile. Even the biggest shows where the legends of radio, when it comes to women, they are pretty much you know relegated to the sidekick role. Mm. And even no matter how much you're getting paid, it just laugh at the male lead's joke and don't make him feel uncomfortable. I think it's the one field where you know you know in television, women have an advantage if you're attractive. Yes. And in radio, that's where the uh, ugly men can flourish. Oh, so uh, if you have a girl come in that has a don't dare have a personality and have some looks about you, you're okay. gonna of course do do well. So you felt that they were intimidated by you, girl? There's some bitch ass guys in radio. Oh, boom! <laughs> come on, we know this. Oh, boom! <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I mean, I had one person that said I can make you be funny, and he would say this. I'm like, well, who's gonna make you be funny? Mm, so. I know that's right. <laughs> See y'all, Claudia Jordan, don't play no game. No, don't. don't be trying to think y'all gonna try to tell Claudia how to be funny because she gonna get you. But I got hired because I was on Jamie Foxx's radio show where he was very open. Like yes. he let you do your thing. He had no issues with insecurity. Mm. Matter of fact, how long did you do that? Four years. Four years. So and you know Jamie, who and you he's get rough. He's rough and you. Yeah. Get sh- but I'm appreciative of that. Did that give you some skills? Like you know, like for me, like when I worked with Larry David. On Curb Your oh Enthusiasm. My, love that show. Oh my God. You were so now, good see, on but that. that was also one of them kind of shut up and just be cute oh, moments, believe it or not, really? that I discovered. But I learned to be queen of reactions. Mm-hmm. Instead of freaking out about it, I just learned to be queen of reaction because this is how I feel about sometimes when you're in show business. You got to know your place, play your position, and stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you figure out, oh, okay, that's what you want from me, then that's what I'll give you. But I'm going to take this as a learning experience. And what will I learn? So I learned to be queen of reactions. So now when I'm acting and stuff like that, I use. I always reacting because it's just now in me. Is that a big part of acting, right? The, the reacting. Oh, listening and reacting. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then you're just saying your lines. That's a mature thing of you to say. And I, I you probably like, you know, I wish I would have gotten that early on in life, yeah, right? Because learned. especially as black women, like yeah. we're, we already have, uh, we're strong having, personalities and accused of having a chip on our shoulders. But I think rightfully so for what we have to deal with on the, uh, on the average. Right. You know, Agreed. like we're still getting paid 61 cents on the dollar mm-hmm. for white men. Break down them stats. It's true. So <laughs> why would you not be mad as a motherfucker? I'm mad. <laughs> I need my other 39 cents, please. I know the right, but look, I want to go back with you because <laughs> okay. I want to, I want to let everyone know your journey. Because oh, can I swear? Is it okay? Yes, you oh, can. Okay. Yes, honey. <laughs> podcast. Okay. Good. Isn't that? Not the beauty. Yes. I know, because girl, the first couple of times I was like, and and yeah, and I would look. Oh. So, no, so they're like, no, this is what's real is that people can see you real and unfiltered. Yes. So let's have fun. Let's, okay. okay, cool. So, I'm, but I want to go back because 
You're a beautiful girl. Thank you. And you won Miss Rhode Island? The second whitest state in America. Okay. <laughs> How did that happen? They made a mistake. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't fu they thought I was Italian <laughs> all the way. No, uh, I tried like four times, honestly. Did it, you really? Yeah. You didn't give up? No. I you did. kept re-entering. Yep. I entered Miss Ohio twice when I was in college. Okay. And I was always in the top five. And then I went to Rhode Island. I tried a couple times. I was, you know, second runner-up and first runner-up. And then I finally won. And I've never, nothing's ever come to me naturally or easily. No. You know what I mean? I always had to like really work at it and come back again. Mm. So I think that's also kept me humble. True that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think, and we're going to, I know we're going to get into reality TV, but I think that's what happens with a lot of reality television stars. Mm. When that's their first big thing, their first big taste of success, a lot of times that's unrealistic to think you're going to blow up like that overnight. Yes. You know, I, totally I, think, unrealistic. I, I think I read something where you, I think, did you say it takes like 10 years to be an overnight success or 20? It, it, it become an overnight success is a long it's night. A long time. It's a long night. But these reality stars don't, and not to dump on them, but they don't really get that. So yes. I don't think they Because they all it. swipe, think that you swipe to fame or yes. twerk to fame. Like that's what they're yes. doing. And, and to build a career with longevity, it takes a lot more. I want to move on from, yes. um, so you went from Miss Rhode Island, entered it four times, y'all. <laughs> sister didn't give up. She's like, forget finishing in the top four. I'm going to win this. <laughs> and won. you did. So kudos Thank to you. you. Yay. Yay. I won. I, I love that. And then from LA, there, moved you to LA went, with 500 bucks. I, girl, all of us did with a dream. 500 bucks in a dream. Can you imagine that doing that now? Yeah. No. Hell no. That's please. like one of Vivica's sweater, like socks now. <laughs> I don't been shopping with her now, y'all. Okay. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> we go get to that too. Oh, but then you went to the best damn sports show, yes. period. Yes, How did that happen? Um, I was working on Prices right actually before that. And okay. then I was- Oh, so it went from Miss Rhode Island to then the Prices Yeah, right? some commercials okay. and then Prices yes. Right. Yes, all right. And that was my first like national you know, show every single day. Okay, but I want you to take me. So you went from winning pageant. the beauty pageant to then the next big thing was the Prices Right. Yep. How'd you, how did you get on Prices Right? Um- they had an audition. Gosh, I forgot that. Yep. Shit. They had a they had an audition. I went and it was a creepy producer. And um, <laughs> I ended up having to um, sue them for sexual harassment. And <gasps> oh, I, damn. I, I didn't lose. And so um, he's dead now. Um, <laughs> karma is a motherfucker. I love karma. I love karma so much. But he um, and this was before the Me Too movement. It right? was. Yes. This is like back in two thousand and two or 2003. Okay. But yeah, um, there was an audition and you know, wear your swimsuit and just walk back and forth basically. That Because let me tell you something, Claudia be having body by Jake. Don't get it uh, twisted. I used to. No, you still do. All right. You still do. You just got a little bit of love, a little um, love, a little love. Yeah, that's all, but that's easy. Girl, it's still there. Mark <sighs> my word, I've seen you work out when you decide to get focused. I'm on it body. now. I'm yes. doing 21 days now straight to make it be a habit. Yes. So I got, the, the price right is what, what put me out there nationally. Okay. You know what I mean? And then I got like fantastic fan mail from jail oh the best fan mail from jail <laughs> they're so creative like they the shading on their pictures they draw the best angels and then they think in terms of 30 and 60 and 90 days so it's like i want to take you to disneyland when i get out we're gonna go for 30 days i'm like no motherfucker when i go to disneyland for 30 days like three hours is enough we're not doing 30 days they think of lockdown that's flattered <laughs> I had stalkers show up. And I know when you and why are the letters like three pages long? They are, and they write, and then they take their time to write it so nicely. It's too. like had you put that kind of effort when you was out of jail <laughs> right. to doing stuff right? You could be doing calligraphy okay. or, <laughs> or something. Right? What something. the hell, bro? What's up, bro? There's you know? talent. A lot of talented people in jail. It really is. So then from there, Price is Right. Then you got Best Damn Sports Show. He's doing that. Period. Yep. And okay. Fox, tell me about that. Fox in five, four, three, two, one. I, I would cover. I would go to red carpets, interview. I got to interview like Bernie Mac. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And like I would do red carpet events and that was a lot of fun, mm. you know? So I got to experience like, it's scary being on the other side of y'all. Cause you never know what you know, like what celebrity is on drugs or high or mad or doesn't is who not wants to be nice and who's not going to be nice. And you, I know I hate when I see people and you're be like, mean. Hi, I, yeah, I, will you talk to me, please? You know what? I'm the kind of celebrity that I will show up to the red carpet a little bit earlier, and I just ask them, please, everybody, just ask two questions so that I can try to get to everyone. That's it's, great. No, really, because mm -hmm. the sharing is caring. And who knows in my life if one day my ass might be like, hey, can I, yeah. you know? <laughs> so like, it's like never get too big to not be gracious, you know? So I just always tell my publicist when we go on the red carpet, just tell them two questions so I can try to get to everyone. And, like, and, and he'll say that for me. So it's like, he'll be the bad guy. BJ's like, our guy, right? Yes, you know, he's Mr. So BJ awesome. Coleman, he's so awesome. And he'll be like, two questions. Okay, done. But then I hate when somebody gives you that long ass winded two questions with a double question <laughs> on the question. They're like, trying to be a celebrity. Right, and then BJ cuts him off. So anyway, so so you were on the red carpet, and then who saw you? There was this producer named John Johnson, and he worked at Extra and the Jim Rome Show, and he's the first person that gave me a hosting experience. Uh, he actually brought me in. Actually, the Price is Right happened first, and then he saw me on that. Okay. And I went in, and so um, he gave me my first opportunity, mm. and he's so nice. Like he's, he's just a You guys good still talk? We do. Good. Actually, I reached out to him recently. He works on the show um, LA Live. It's like a daytime show. It's on uh, NBC. Okay. And he had me come in like a couple months ago, like even to this day. He'll hook so I you would up. say he's the one that took a chance on me with no reel. I love and, it. And, and so like, he was always like vocal, getting me, I, I guess, hosted extra on the weekend one time. Mm -hmm. He just said a bunch of like, I did a show with uh, John Sally and Guy Tori called. I love uh, John Sally. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Ballers is called Ballers. Okay. And you know, um, a word on the street is he has a very huge penis, John Sally. Yeah, I've heard. You heard that? I've, yeah. The wardrobe yeah. stylist said he would like, they walked in and it, it was- it's, it's Donkey Kong. It was to the niece. <laughs> I've never gone there. He's just my, he's like a brother. We're going to keep that way. We love you, John. About to okay. My Shout out to John. We oh, love you. I'm right. going to be married. Let's marriage not kill any insides on the show, okay? <laughs> so anyway, from there- <laughs> Sorry. Then you go, it's all good. Girl, good. We, we're unfiltered and having some damn fun. Sorry about John Sally's John Singleton, sorry we told you business, but okay, brother. <laughs> It wasn't me, it was Claudia. <laughs> We're on the streets. <laughs> so then you got- Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Yes. How did that happen? So I was going through some issues with Price is Right, and then I heard about the audition. I went in and I got it. And mm. um, Howie Mandel is one of the best people I've ever worked with. He is amazing. And, you know, people want to talk about his, you know, he doesn't like- Phobia. Touching. But now that I- Works with him. I see how gross people are. People yes. be out digging their butt and their nose. All kind of stuff. And they, they want to come sneeze. up and touch your ass. So he's he right. something. He remembered something. Like he taught me another lesson about just like so being a good celebrity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way he pays attention to when people talk to him. You know, you, we've all seen the people. Like, yeah, 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 they're not really listening. They just want to talk about themselves. Exactly. He listens. He engages. Like he knows everything. He's and a he, very nice man. He is. I, I just love his his. Dirty, dark sense of humor. Oh, such as? Yes. What's your favorite memory of his dirty, dark sense of humor? Um, There were so many, like every day. Um, <laughs> Damn. One time he had a skit he wanted to do, and he's like, can I use you on the skit? He goes, would you have a problem with cussing? I'm like, fuck no. Okay. So Not Claudia. <laughs> it was a skit that they got. They they put on Um, uh, the Red Hat talk show host, Late Night. Ugh. I'm, I'm Ready, Conan O'Brien. Conan, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, That's Conan. All right. I know you're watching Conan, so sorry. <laughs> so um, 
He the the joke is about how does he remember all the girls' names? So he called me the wrong name on purpose, and then he goes just ad lib and curse me out. Of course, I love that. Yeah. I was just I was motherfucking. You're like perfect. Yeah. So it worked out, and and he just like he was he he was very just open to it. How did he react? Though? What was his reaction for the? <laughs> you know, I know he was in on the on the on the on the like, joke. Well, damn, like like one take. <laughs> it was like I was like, well, you said cuss, so. nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But he was awesome. He, I really like Howie Mandel. I really, really do. And then after that, what was after that? Um, but we don't know. I don't oh, want to move on from Deal and No Deal because okay. you yeah. worked with the Princess. The Princess was on there, and yes. so was Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, and now talk about potty mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lord, Chrissy Teigen will cuss like your ass all the way out. I love when Chrissy Teigen cusses people out. She has a great do, eyewear line. Do too. not come at Chrissy Teigen sideways because no. she gonna straighten you up. And then throw you down. Yes. And then walk over you. She she has like almost drag queen reach. She does. Like, she, she, I know. Right? Like she That's got from the world it. of fashion. Yes. Right. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, uh. She Stop hurt it. your feelings. Yes. I she love hurt your feelings. feelings. Okay. She was very sweet and, and cool. I, I Like some of the girls had issues with her. They thought she was a party girl, but I liked it. I was like, I don't, I'm She's not fun. judgmental though. She's fun. I'm open to pe like different types of people. I like her. Megan was more quiet on the show. She was quiet, always quiet, Storm, huh? Because I made it a point whenever, especially a new model came, especially if she's like a black girl, I'm like, let me go, you know, make and her feel, be the welcoming committee, be like, girl, let me show you the ropes and don't go to that hair person. She's going to burn your shit up, put water on your hair or don't go to her makeup. She's going to make you look gray. So, you know, I, I tried, you know, so we didn't, I don't have any dirty little secrets or anything negative. But you do remember working with her. Though. Yeah. She and that she was just kind of like a quiet storm. She wanted to get out of there and go on to her acting. Yeah. I felt like she kind of looked down at like, like this is just a stepping stone. Like I'm not going to stay here long. And but she was, was she, she wasn't snooty or mean though. She no. just was maybe just in her own world, had her own goals. Yeah. Like some girls, like that's the biggest job they're ever going to get. And that's, that's fine. But wow. they, they didn't really aspire to do more after that. She, you could tell that she was like, look, I'm going to be here for a minute. And, and then, then we're going to go. Exactly. And then I'm going to so, get hairy. Man. Mm -hmm. How come I don't get blind dates like that? I get blind dates that's like, I got to, you Could know. Could you imagine being on that damn blind date? Yeah. And Prince Harry walks in the room. Even if you don't like redheads, you can just go for it. Yeah, Prince Harry hot for a redhead. Right, he is. Do you know what I mean? He's a cute little he ginger. He got swagger. He got swagger for a ginger. Is he the most swagged out ginger? That I think that he's, he's <laughs> he definitely makes the top. Three. Is ginger a negative term now? Because I know everything's negative now. You can't say anything anymore. <laughs> no. Is ginger bad? No. no. I mean, that's what, how you describe redheads. It's like calling Did a blonde you? a blonde. Or, okay. Yeah, I think that that's what they call redheads. Now, what do you think? Do you have any opinion about, what's your opinions about her and Harry deciding to step away? I don't blame them. I think that the British press was extremely cruel yes. to her. And I mean, even people, I argue about it online sometimes. People are like, she just wasn't cut out to be, you know, for the family. I'm like, exactly what makes her not be able to be, you know, wh why is she not cut out? They're a little controlling. It's an archaic uh, way of thinking. The fact that she couldn't even wear a color nail polish. Ooh. Everything had to be approved, certain hairstyles. That would drive anyone crazy. Imagine having <gasps> an overbearing mother-in-law, then have her be the queen. I change my nail colors a couple of times a week if I can. See, she Vivica. can't wear no colored nail See, polish. Vivica, you couldn't, oh, hell no. You wouldn't have made it. I don't even listen to my mom who birthed me. I'm not going to listen to some the queen. I'm, I'm just saying, like, queen, relax. Okay. And how old is the queen? But you know what? Can I tell you? But can I say this, though? When Megan was around the queen, it was the most I ever saw the queen smile. Right. So to me, 
It was like I was like I was like, oh my god, she smiles because most of the time she was just kind of she looks kind of like, yeah, right. Are we getting to my martini yet? <laughs> Hurry up, shit. Okay, shit. No, don't touch me, shit. That's why I got on these gloves. So you why do you think? I, mean? I wonder why it fell apart though because it did, you're right. It does seem like she liked her. I, yes, I, I'm not gonna sit it seemed like that. Remember when she met the baby? Yeah. She was just like, oh my god, I got a chocolate one finally. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how it seemed to me. She seemed so. I was really, to be honest with you, but it's I was surprised, mm -hmm. but. I do know that that the press and everybody that that they're but I don't know why they tear their royalty up so much over there. Do you know why? Because um, I mean I don't know. Well, I guess they're, they're they ain't the got press. no those are their celebs. Yeah, you know That's what I mean. Kennedy. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. how we were and and I don't know. Yeah, but I I it sucks that they had to walk away. But they were gonna make way more money now. Girl, Megan, go get you some bread, fingernail polish with some diamonds put on there. Every time I turn around, <laughs> bling, bling. Exactly. How about that? Because we're making that paper. I would hate right. to be in her position. See, I'm, I am like gaudy jewelry. Me too. Right? You look at my sparkly ass like, today. Like, what you, you know, I sparkle every moment yes. I can, child. Okay. What would you do if you were her? Like, what kind of stuff? What would be the most extravagant things that you would have? For me? Mm -hmm. Oh, I would probably get a dope car and like have like some rims. Jesus. And, oh, rim and crate, yeah. rims. And all of that stuff, right? I'm still right? like that. I'm still yeah, like you know that. what I mean? Like, and I would have me some earrings with, yeah, and I'd bling out my nails, all that. Just, just to be us. an asshole, I'd probably get a big Jesus piece <laughs> iced out, and I'd be like, what? Is it this issue queen? Problem? I don't know. So let's move on. Okay. So, girl, you was on one of the, one of the, one of them shows, honey. Everyone's <laughs> guilty pleasure, child. The Real Housewives oh, of Atlanta, child. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? So a couple of my gay homeboys, uh, I was down one day about something. They're like, come on, let's just go to, um, what's the spot? The Abbey. Oh, yeah, and they said, the Abbey, And yeah. they said, we want you to meet Carlos King. You should probably meet him one day. Mm. And I was like, all right, Carlos King is the executive producer of Housewives. I met him. He goes, I've been wanting to meet you for a long time. I want to get you on the show. I want to change your life. And I was like, I'm cool with a couple people on the show. We don't hang out like that. But right. I'm like, I'm cool with Portia. I'm cool with Kenya. Sorry, I know. No, no, no. We're going to talk about it. Oh, ass. I know. Don't worry. I'm, she coming. I know. She coming. And so I was like I, I, I don't, like, I don't talk to them all the time, but I'm cool with both of them. And mm. he was like, all right, let's figure it out. He goes, I'm going to change your life. I was like, all right. Within a month, I'm in New York. Wow. I'm at the office and we're having an, inter an interview. So they're like, listen, we like everything about you. Um, we just got to figure out a way to get you to Atlanta. Why it would make sense. Mm -hmm. My life is just crazy how things just happen. So I'm in New York. When we still see each other all the time. Yes, yes. And I get a phone. Uh, Charlemagne, the guy, was having a, a party on a, a radio boat. Radio DJ in New York. Yes, mm -hmm. huge. And I love his work. He was having uh, a party on a boat that night. Ricky Smiley was in town having a dinner. I got invited Another to Another radio things. DJ. Yes. Okay, okay. So I'm like, I really want to work with Charlemagne, so maybe I should go support. But it rains. Now, my black ass ain't going to be out in the rain. Right, messing up your hair. Nah. Right. So I said, I'm going to go to Ricky Smiley's event. They sat me next to him. We're talking. I told him about Atlanta Housewives. He goes, if there's anything I could do to make it happen, let me know. I go, <gasps> I mean, I don't know. Then he goes, you know God. He says, you know, we may have an um, opening. He goes, why don't you come sit in on my show one day? So I paid my own flight, booked my own hotel to show. Invest I, in yourself. Invest. And I want to show him that I'm not going to sit around and wait for you to put it on my lap. I'm going to just go ahead and, and be present. So I went. It was supposed to be two days. They asked me to stay a third day and they gave me a contract on the spot. Mm. So then I, I had to pack up and move. Then I called Carlos King and go, well, we have an answer to the you know the problem of the solution. I'm now in Atlanta. So now it was legitimate why I'm there. So um, like I said, I was cool with, I hung out with Porsche a few times. I know Kenya. So I get there the first day of filming. They make me, sh I shoot with Kenya. Mm. I saw Porsche at work early in the day and she was like, we got to go eat and we got to hang out. And I'm like, yes, girl. And I'm like, you're so good. I love Porsche. Well, it didn't. Porsche and I did a play together. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two can play that game. So unfortunately, like, 
I don't take reality TV seriously. Like, I feel like I treat it as an acting job. Exactly. I feel like I can act kiki with whoever the fuck I got a kiki with on mm. camera. And guess what? At the end of this, we should all be laughing about how we just played them and got paid. Mm. And I don't think you should take this home with you. So after I filmed with Kenya, it just was never the same with me and Portia. And unfortunately, we just never could get <gasps> oh, on Oh, but was that after the major, major fight? No. You know, that was, she whipped was, that ass and dragged her across for it was trying after to put the, that megaphone that she stole from <laughs> Celebrity Apprentice in her face. It was after that fight, but I didn't get involved with that. I had nothing to do with that. I didn't speak on it. I didn't like. I no, no, no. But I'm just saying, was that 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 Portia may have been funny style toward you because she saw you but as if, Kenya friends. But if you are three, four years on a reality show, guess what? No, no, no. But that with them was serious. But though. I'm saying someone you like, someone that's on the cast is gonna have to shoot with someone you may not like. That right. doesn't make them evil, and it doesn't make them your enemy. So you're saying that she just got mad at you for no? You th- kind of feel like she just got mad at you yeah, for no like, because you were Kenya's you, friend. Like I gotta shoot. She with didn't take they, the time to get to know you. And I yeah. and we hung out a few times, mm-hmm. and it wasn't deep, you know. But I remember sending her congratulations when she got destination. I thought she's great on that show. Yeah, it worked do. out perfectly for. Her. And it's just like I just feel like on that show, and everyone thinks I got fired from the show. I want to set the record straight. Set the record straight. They, towards the end of my season, Nene started making a really big deal about how everyone on the show needs to really show their relationship, right? So it kind of put the single girls- She did? Mm. Right. So the single girls, Portia, myself, and, and Kenya, it really put the pressure on us to really have to show and produce. I was dating a guy, a basketball player at the time, which was, I kept it real low, but I told him about it. It was only a like a month and a half, two months in, it was way too soon to be asking to come on a reality show with oh, me. Oh, hell no. And I, nor did I want to, but I talked to him about it. He goes, if I can help you out, I will. So he talked to producers and they were like super excited for me to come back for the second season, okay? Mm-hmm. So he talked to, it was like an hour conference call we had. At the end of it, he's like, he was like, kiddo, not kiddo, not that he's old or anything. He's like, I would love to help you out, but he goes, I, it would, probably wouldn't be good for my brand. And I go, you know what? I would not I even push this issue. And yeah. I said, honestly, I'd rather have you in real life then say it girl which thank the lord it didn't work out oh because this motherfucker went and proposed to his ex-girlfriend Ooh. over lunch like a month later and i would have been so humiliated on television oh but my now god no one even knows who he is and i'm not even gonna talk about him well let me tell about talk about your favorite moment on uh <laughs> there's a couple of them we're gonna highlight but baby when you said nini's hair looked like top ramen it did <sighs> uncooked but i will say this vivica thanks to me her hair has looked so much better since that moment. Okay. She finished up the season Because she had that finger wave, wave. That, like, that was her due. But it sat up, though. It's oh, so it, was, it was a high sit up. Here's my thing. She hadn't secured the wig. It was, I told and her. And you don't I, know what was going on with hair, that moment. It was a hair hat. Baby, that moment, Top Ramen. Oh, my God. <laughs> top oh, Ramen and oh, all that. Oh, my. I, I, let me tell you. I think they hired you because they knew you weren't afraid. I wasn't afraid. of You weren't afraid. Because I wasn't afraid. Honestly, I, I said, oh, they picked the right one because Claudia... Ain't afraid. And don't try, don't think is she pretty. No. She can't, her ass can't fight. I'm ugly. I'm ugly trouble. on the inside. So um <laughs> my friend said, you act like ugly. I'm like, thank you. So I went to the show to just have fun. I was at that point in the show, what people don't know, I wasn't uh, given the housewife title. I was just a friend of I the guess, show. Friend of the they show, wanted yeah. someone to like, you know, be friends with Ken, you know, have be friends with Kenya on the show. Cause you know, a lot of the girls didn't like her on the show. I know. So, anyways, let me just get through this. Okay. And so um, when I was on that vacation, I'm just happy to be away from the radio station for a couple of days and get some free pina coladas in, in Mexico, in uh, I Puerto right. Rico. I wasn't there for the bullshit. I don't give a fuck that you don't like this one from three seasons ago and you just, I don't care about that stuff. I am, I'm there I am. to get a check 
so I can spend at the casino because I have a gambling problem. Okay? That's it. <laughs> that's it. And there are casinos close to Atlanta and North Carolina. Two hours away. That's right. So I'm just minding my own business and they're being so mean to Demetria. Phaedra mm. is being so shady and And, and Demetria, Demetria's so pretty. Did you see the wonderful job that she, when she did, played Whitney Houston? Killed that. Killed that shit. She's Demetria, we love you, girl. And I believe anyway. they want us to, to play us against And Demetria, that's not her. She's not a mean girl. She's not. No, and she's Phaedra not. and Meanie were being so evil to her. So I was like, I'm minding mm, my business. Another, they had another one. I had to pull her choke chain too. Oh, she's she's not, she was going to get it next mm, season. That's all right. We have, uh, there's more tea with that. Okay. So, all right. Um, they were being mean. I stood up and then Nini was like, oh, you have a brain. She tried to imply <gasps> that I was somehow Kenya's puppet master. Now, let me tell you something. I am cool with Kenya. I've never been her puppet master, nor have I ever done her dirty work. When y'all had that issue, Did I tried to stay- Did you have any beef before? Me and Nene were cool before the show. So there was no existing beef? No, 2009, mm -hmm. I was doing Celebrity Apprentice, deal and no deal, working my ass off. And here comes Nene on Twitter saying, follow me, I gotta ask you something. I was like, okay, I follow her and in my DMs, she's like, I have this hosting gig I can't do for this football player, mm. and can you take my place? I said, great, fine, no, my, a few thousand dollars, go to Atlanta, see my friends. I went and did Get it. paid. Right, so when I go, it's totally cool. She was a sweetheart when I met her. Mm. And then um, she said some nice things about me on Twitter. I took a place at this job. And then that's the only experience I had with her where I'm thinking we're cool. So when I get to the show, to my surprise, all of a sudden I'm a hoe, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm just like, don't, don't, don't change your opinion of me for the cameras when you know we didn't have that issue. Right. And it really pissed, I'm a person about- Did she blindside you with it? I think that's yeah. the thing that would piss me off. Like, but you know what I mean? Where's like, it coming oh, from? Where's that coming from? I hate when people try to blindside me with wrong facts because then you're going to get a bad response. Exactly. Or a one-sided beef. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know we had a problem. And then it's like, to do that in front of 4 million people that are watching and to make, and to really, uh, to this day, I still have the effects of that where some people really think I am a homewrecker mm. or I am a whore. And I think that's something that we got to stop putting on people. Agreed. If someone legitimately earns that and then you have facts and receipts and it's repetitive, mm -hmm. that's one thing. But you can't just be like, oh, I heard and just use and that just to throw destroy. it out there. Yeah, It's too easy. Right. Every pretty girl on TV is a whore to someone because they're mad. That's what we use. So we weaponize uh, you know, reputations against people. And to this day, I had 15-year-old little kids in my comments listening to what Nini said, saying, yep. you're a whore, you're yes, a Yes, trust. Oh, you know, I had to live with that for the longest time cool. with the whole, you know, Curtis and all of them saying, I mean, do you know much, how much it drives me crazy when somebody would come up in my DM or, or thing and be like, if such and such... Vivica Fox, then anything can happen. You know and the more you try to defend yourself, the yes. meaner they are But to. I blocked their ass. I'm like, get the hell out of here. But it's so not you just right. push that block button, baby. But okay? why do we put so much um, stock in what a man says? Okay? Why do we, as women also, why when a man says it, we give it all this weight and we just take away all the years of hard work you put in, all the good shit you've done for somebody else. Yes. Anytime you try to lift somebody else, it's all negated by one man saying, you're this or you're that or I fucked or whatever. Whatever. You Who know what I mean? Like that's we, it's irritating. It's man. all about girl power up in here, so you ain't got to worry about okay, that. Good. Okay, because I'm going to talk about something that you said, child, that should have been on T-shirt, coffee mugs, <laughs> all kind of stuff. When you gave her the line, bitch, I ain't no puppet. <laughs> now, what? Now, how did that, what What? what caused that remark? Because She said you were Kenya's I'm puppet. I'm cool with Kenya, but Kenya don't run my life. She don't tell me what to do, nor would I listen. Mm. I, I don't, there's no one's telling me what to do or say. In my life, right. my own mother had issues trying to tell me what to say. I believe in my own instincts. I don't need no one telling me what to do. Matter of fact, in her defense, I will say this. When I got on the show, Carlos King said, 
do not do the mistakes that everybody else does trying to get on the show. They think going for the queen, the head bitch in charge, is the way to get on the show. Mm. He said, do just get to know these girls for your own, on your own. And then Kenya could have said, if I was her puppet, yo, fuck her, you came on because of me, you do my dirty work. And she said, get to know them all on your own. Don't let my beefs with them um, affect how you are. I go, I wouldn't, thank you. I respect that. Now, quick question, but do you think that with, because we know how a reality show, yeah. like, you know, they can take and take a scene from this moment and mix it here and, and stuff do. like that. You, now, what did you feel about that with the manipulation of editing and how they're making women look? They do do that. And I don't appreciate that because they don't put the full story. And then, okay, so a few times with um, the, the ladies I had issues with on the show, there were things that they did, right? Just imagine someone doing this, right? For like 10 minutes. And then you go like this. They're going to edit this part that that came first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your reaction came first when it really was the opposite way around. And the it more was because I of 10 minutes of tapping yes. that table, I'm going to take So the more I explain off. myself, the more it was like, you're being a hater. You were paid to comfort Kenyan Porsche. I'm like, no, I was not. Mm. It was never the case. Nor anyone that knows me should know. I, I wouldn't sign up to a show that says you're being brought on to be this one's puppet, to do this one's dirty work. No, that's not your character at person. all. Yeah. I thought I could come and honestly bring a little comic relief on the show and be silly and fun and be like the one that's like, come on, y'all, let's just turn up together. Because like, you are. And then we went to Philippines. I actually got um, uh, Kenya and Phaedra to sit down and they squashed it for the show. And then me and Portia squashed it. And then we got back to Atlanta. And it's like, what happens is you squash the beefs, right? Right. And then- even for the sake of, let's just, I may not agree with you all the way. You may not fuck with me like that, but we're going to just like not look stupid on TV. Mm -hmm. But then- Them cameras the, start rolling. The, the new episode airs that you filmed three months ago uh -huh. where you talk shit about that person ah. and then they're mad at you all over again. You're like, that was before when I didn't like you. Right. And it's a show. You got to realize it's come on, came on yeah, later. So. Now- you and I got something in common, yeah. and that's Celebrity Apprentice Child. Oh, yeah. Yes, you were on season two yeah. and season six. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to tell y'all, honey. <laughs> that's a hard show. It's a very hard As show. As I've told people, that's five weeks of my life that I will never get back. But, Claudia, you really, you were so there for me. I yeah. mean, because I'm going to tell you, the first week I was ready to quit because I, I was like, this is some bullshit, and I don't care, and then kiss my ass, <laughs> I'm ready to go back home. It's unrealistic. But I didn't. Was but it? So, you, I remember you were like, hey, give me a call. You reached out. You were just so wonderful. You told me how people really were going to be, how to stay in there, that it was mm -hmm. a test of endurance and stuff like that. And then you told me about Kenya. Yeah. And baby, I'm glad you did because I'm going to tell you that one there, my experience of working with Kenya, she just absolutely blindsided myself. Like, I thought it was going to be all about sister power. She uh, blindsided, what's the little, the girl from the Cosby show, uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam. I try to help her yes, too. Yes, she... And, and when she blindsided Keisha Knight, Paul and we was there, I don't know if you remember when the show aired, I was in tears. I was like, I don't oh, remember. Did you just really throw her under the bus like that? So from that day, that day forward, my opinion of Kenya changed. And then, you know, his, the, the craziness that went on with my phone and this, that, and the third, like, I, I to this day have never forgiven Kenya for that experience because what I wanted to tell Kenya, and I don't even know if we'll ever have the time to talk to each other, was that she didn't have to cheat. Kenya is smart. She's highly intelligent. But I don't know if that comes from that beauty side, beauty pageant world, where I heard she had an awful reputation of cutting people's dresses, doing some dirty things that 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 was in her. Mm -hmm. And do you think that that's established in just her being in the beauty pageant world or the being in the uh, I got to win by all means necessary? Because what I'm telling you, like, 
it's a good thing I ain't seen her. Because in, no, really, because I'm not no fake bitch. If I don't like you, you don't know. know that. I hate that this happened because like, I remember it made it weird with me and you for a few minutes. Yes, it did. And I'm like this, like, I remember you felt, uh, when all that happened, I felt like you were mad at me for taking Housewives to work on that show, but it wasn't about Kenya for me doing that show. Yes, why'd you get a check? Like, I understand that now, but at the time. At the time, you know. Yeah, I was kind of like, what? And I, and honestly. I I sent you a text, didn't I? I was like, why didn't you tell me? I took that shit real personal, didn't I? I can't believe you didn't tell me, Claudia. I'm like, you're going to be on Housewives. I'm like, you You know what you're like. (laughs) I'm just saying, okay, so. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Y'all to hear that sidebar real quick. She <laughs> said, you work with bitches I didn't like. So I know here, that's right. So that's a good thing. Don't judge what somebody got to work. You, right. And also, okay, you got to look at it like this. I knew her for a long time, right? True. Not super deep. Yes. And then me and you, we were getting really cool and close on those weekends. And I, we had such good times. Yeah. So if you're my friend and someone tells me Vivica did this, and I don't see it. It's so hard for me to like change right. my perception of you. Yeah. I try to keep an open mind because it's like, you never know. You could be wrong about someone. But so I, I was just in a weird, I just was like. You were putting a weird predicament. But I think for me, why I got mad, because now that you're refreshing my memory, is that I felt like, gosh, why didn't you just tell me? Because you really helped me get through Celebrity Apprentice. But you know? I didn't know. I didn't think that she, like, I went back and asked her. Remember, I said, I will tell her. And I yeah. will ask her. So yes, I, you did. You so, did. And I did. And I went yeah. back and I was like, Kenya. Well, did you take her phone? And she was so adamant that she didn't. And then you were so she adamant had that her she makeup, did. Her makeup artist took it. Oh. I, I know the deal. We, we finally figured it out. So the makeup but she directed him to do it. So the makeup artist, because I went at the time, I didn't have a lock on my phone. And I think I went to do touch-ups, trusting people. And I just, they called me. We ran out of the room. Next thing you know, when we came back, she instructed the makeup artist to go do it. And they did the Twitter because she did all of that shit. She kind of so revealed it in the thing. But, you know, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, I've tried to get over it, and it's been difficult for me just because I was like, yo, why are you going to do me like that? And then she did her little interview, and she's like, oh, I would throw the bus. I'm going to roll the bus over her. Then I'm going to back up, and then I'm going to roll it over her three times. Like, bitch, no, you ain't going to do all of that. You know who benefits? You know what I mean? Like, that was too much. Oh, you really think you're going to do all of that to Vivica? It's not going to happen. Because outside, and it didn't happen, but she just went so far. You know who benefits from this? Who? Donald Trump. And why the the white folks that love having two black women fighting on the show. each other. The reason why I didn't take Amros into the boardroom was it would have been World War Three mm-hmm. with us. Right. And that's probably why I lost and got kicked off when I did because I probably should have. They, that's probably taken as a sign of weakness. And like, they love this shit. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was me. Always, they that's love reality it. TV. I mean, they love to see cat mm-hmm. fights. Cat, reality TV, as far as I'm concerned, took over the daytime you know, daytime yep. the soap opera. So that's why they're not they're not here anymore. And now we don't have as many actors that are talented. That part, okay. So let me ask you this: Would you, you would you sit down? Would you all ever sit down? Well, I'm a bigger person now, and I'm happy for her to be very honest with you that she seems to somewhat have moved on. She has a baby now. The baby's so cute, so cute. and I'm very happy for her that she has a child. Um, can I sit down and talk to her? Yeah, but I would want her to be truthful mm-hmm. and not sugarcoat because you know she got that nice nasty shit that make me want to just. <laughs> reach across and knock the shit out of her real quick. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that to me. Yeah. Because what she put us through was just... It probably would need to be a conversation not on camera Mm. where it'd be like, 
for it to be a real. I'm saying mm. because people on reality TV, no, they, they, are, would, they would need to have stuff around. So we got security, child. So. Oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, we gonna move on. We okay. gonna move on. Enough about enough, enough about them, children. Let's talk about your show. Okay. I mean, out loud with Claudia Jordan. All right. Basically, I say the things out loud that most people are too polite would probably keep to themselves. So Such as, why. um, you know what? When it comes to love, what do you say? I mean. It just depends on the on the topic and the situation. But like basically, I think a lot of times we're trained, especially being entertainers, to give the politically correct answer or to say something that our publicists would like us to say uh-huh. or our managers. And I really won't. Like i I'll talk about women out here, they have abortions. I talk about wow. women that actually do cheat and men, like we we put up with your whack dick size and we're not all the way happy about you, but we will, you know, we'll keep our mouth shut. It could be anything like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, I feel like a lot of times on talk shows, it's very nice and, and, and wrapped up in a nice package with a They want to have a happy Hollywood ending. It, Whereas like, you will talk out loud about love, relationships, health, parenting, celebrities, like you talk about it all and injustice when it comes in America like Fox Soul is it's from it's under the Fox umbrella okay but not Fox News but under the Fox umbrella and you know it's Fox Soul so they want a black channel so it's black topic so a lot mm. of times we highlight the plight of the African American woman and what we're dealing with and how we're still like not paid the same and what we're dealing with yesterday we had a talk about uh, you know the superwoman syndrome that we put on ourselves yes, I do. think it's a major mistake when we say I'm a strong black woman why do we do that we don't allow ourselves to be open to have therapy exactly. and be vulnerable. We make it where we 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 have a We're breakdown. We're just so strong. I got everything. No, but I know I used to be like that. And I got it. I got it. But that's not realistic, Viv. You know what I mean? Like why we do that to ourselves, and then we have breakdowns. Oh, she crazy. They want to. We we don't take. We don't put enough self care into ourselves. We do our outside. Mm, yes. We are great with the pretty and the nails fly. and the weaves and the but lashes now. How many of us are, are hurting inside because yeah. we can't? We are too um too prideful to say. I don't have it all together or I need to take an antidepressant or my dad touched me when I was a little kid or I was raped or whatever. We just take on the weight of the world on our shoulders Mm. on top of all the bullshit we got to deal with as being a woman, period, in America. And we don't have to do that to ourselves. So we have have great conversations like that as well. It's not just like, you know— surface stuff and I love that we're able to do that and people can see me in a different light than the the girl that told me that she ain't got no edges. You are hilarious, your ass. (laughs) I want to go into speaking about justice. Okay. That you, and I didn't really know this about you, that you testified in the Mike Tyson rape trial? I did. um, Tell me about that experience. A lot of people don't know this, but it's something I kept quiet. I moved to Hollywood because I Why did you keep it quiet? I was afraid of who were his friends. and I'm I'm coming to LA. And I was actually called by the defense, by his team, to see if there's any inconsistencies. I was an 18-year-old girl. My friend was 18. She just turned 18. And um, I went to Indianapolis. My hometown. Yeah. The Black Expo, you know? Yes. And they have the Miss Black America pageant there. And um, her family didn't know that, um, I mean, she didn't know that we were surprising her with me being there. Mm. And this is before a cell phone. This was 1991 in the summer. We just graduated high school. And um, she called me and it's like, I feel ugly. Like, that's a normal thing that happens at it pageants. Happens, yeah. You start comparing yourself to the, the other girls. You know? Yes. So I, I talked to her in the sting. You walk in the room and there's 25 other pretty bitches. Exactly. Right. And I talked to her in the sting because she wanted to come home. And the next day she went out and she got raped. So I felt very bad about that for a very long time. So um, I didn't know that until we. I drove 17 hours with her family and got to Indianapolis. And the first thing I wanted to do, we didn't have cell phones back then, right. was to call my friend and say, hey, hey girl, girl, I'm here. I got your back. We gonna, I'm here now. You're going to win now, you know? And as soon as I, um, she got on the phone, she was just like, 
um, hi. And I'm like, hi. I was just in a Cadillac with your family for 17 hours with no air That's all the greeting I'm going to get? Right. And right. she was like, no, I, I, I went out with Mike Tyson last night and he raped me. Damn. And I'll never forget that. And I was like. And she said it that clearly. Just like that. And I was like. Okay, and her family's all around me, and they're like, um, "What's she saying?" I go, "She goes, don't, don't let me tell them." So I put the mom on the phone. She's hysterical. The father cries. His heart is broken. Mm. You can like almost hear it. You know what I mean? Like he's like, "I went to war for this country, and I killed people in Vietnam for this country." And then like he was just like, it was so sad. And then so the next step, I had to be the sensible one. I got back on the phone. I'm like, "Okay, have you taken a shower? Um, we're gonna Ooh. come pick you up." So we picked her up. We took her to the hospital, and I could tell as soon as I saw her. Really? That she was broken. Oh. And she, um, I took her and I, I held her hand while she was uh, being, having her vaginal examination. Ooh. That was oh. Oh, you was there then. I was there. And they said that, you know, there was evidence. So, you know, I had to. And then can I tell you that I think the worst part about that whole experience is like, then they put the victim on trial. Well, what did you go to his room for? What did you think was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, I'm 46 years old. I've done it so many times where I've been in a situation where I'm like, I probably shouldn't be here, but I don't think anything's gonna happen. And I think there's a familiarity with celebrities. We think that you we think know you them. know them, yeah. And people forget this was 1991. This isn't now. This isn't after you did the old ear. Was she? she was 18. 18, and she's from the sticks in Rhode Island, Coventry. Right. And so, I mean, we've all been in positions where. Okay, I probably shouldn't be here, but I don't think anything's gonna happen to me. I mean, oh yeah, we've all I, done I look so. back at some of the stuff I did. I was like, oh Lord, thank you, I lived through that. Right, and trust I think me, that's yeah, we make bad choices when stop. we're young. That's the time to make those bad choices when you're young. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're learning, and I feel like people are just so judgmental. And I'm always, I've always been open minded. Like you don't, people behind a keyboard or when they give their opinions. It's so easy to be perfect from that place. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Them, them Twitter fingers, they get on my damn nerves. So it's Because they would never say that to my face. Have you ever had someone say something negative to your face? Probably once or twice in your life. Rare. Rarely. But yeah. online, but it's they be thousands going, of people. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, I had to testify. I mean, I was called by the defense, his side. They were just, I, they, at that point where I testified, they would just grasp me at straws. The case was already like going down the shit, the tubes. Mm. And I think they were just looking for, all right, maybe we get the best friend to say something different than she said. And it was horrible for me. Mm. I had just Was gone, he there? He was like 10 feet away and he was Ugh. going like this. When I was <gasps> he was like this. He was like mad. because I Punching think, his hand? Yeah, I think he was, he... I think he thought I was called by the defense, like all the other paid-off witnesses that came to the pad, the trial in new clothes and fresh from a trip to Jamaica. I think he thought I was one of the girls that was to change my perception of her. But when I got on the stand, I was like, oh, she's not really, I, I'm a hostile witness mm. for their side. And it was terrible. Like, there's no winners in the situation. I mean, you hate to see a black man that came from nothing, that went to here be, I can't even say taken down. He took himself down. Yeah. She said no. Yeah. And there's evidence and, you know, he got on the stand and they, it was a, uh, he said, I know I did something wrong, but I didn't break no bones. So what's the big deal? Damn. That was back then. That huh? was back right. then. Right. Yes. I mean. And I, the main thing is no is no. No is no. I don't right. care if you're naked and you change your mind. Like it's just, and, and to her credit, this is the most that has been spoken about. You don't see her out there with the book yeah. trying to take advantage. So mm -hmm. that should tell you all you need to know about her motives. a documentary on the night, this, that, and I third. think she should do one. Mm. Her whole family fell apart after this. Like so much stuff happened. She had to change her name and move and cut her hair. Wow. And change. She changed how she looks so no one will fuck with her. Wow. That's serious. Her life was ruined. Wow. Her life was ruined in one night.
you know. Well, so. It's a good thing you were a good friend to stand up and, and testify for him because, like I said, the majority of the time people don't like to stand up to celebrities, even when they're wrong. I, I will stand up. And I believe that my mother raised me that's, and my family raised me that right is right and wrong is wrong. Facts. So kudos to you. Thank you. So let's move on, girl, because you know yeah. me and you love some sports, child. Yes, we do. You lo- we love some sports. She is an avid New England Patriots yes. fan. So the majority yes. of times, sometimes when I do get to talk to Claudia, we arguing <laughs> about football games. Your team and is the Patriots. Um, who's your team again? You know, I was I'm, I was Denver Broncos. I was Peyton Manning because you know I'm Peyton Manning from Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. Oh hater, don't start. Peyton Manning oh hater, the, don't start. The Antichrist, oh, the Patriots oh, fans. That, that's why he got that ass a whole bunch of times. Scored, his, his long neck. scored. But how many how many rings did he get? Two. <gasps> he got two. Oh, okay, that's good. right. And how many did Brady cheat five. toward? We got five. Three, three of them. They handed. It to him. Cheat rings. gate, deflate gate, count, count all kind of Five. stuff. But anyway, we're going to talk about <laughs> you, okay? <laughs> so people don't know this about you, but you competed in junior Olympics in traffic and field in college. Yeah, yeah. I was a track star. High, high school, college. I was, uh, we got third in the country in the relay. I loved, my dream was to uh, go to the Olympics one day and then just a bunch of series of events happened. And, and your specialties were? The long jump, the four by one relay, the four by four, the 400. And uh, I have a niece that's like nationally ranked now. And I love watcher. it. And she's thirteen. And she's young. She's fourteen. Sorry, Camille. She young. She a teenager. You, right. I'm a terrible you gonna aunt. You're going to tell her one day. Now, how <laughs> much has sports influenced you as a woman, you think? Well, track and field in particular is a very, it's an individual sport, but it's also team. Like, basically, yes. I mean, you're on a track team, but how good you do is not, you can't blame it on anybody else but yourself. Yes, yeah, so it definitely so, is an individual. Yeah, yeah. So I think it helps with you know, okay, that didn't go the way I wanted. So let me just go back to the drawing board and let's like work on something else. Like let's, let's, let's practice more. It's very, you know, you can't blame anyone else but yourself. Do you carry those same traits mm-hmm. with you when you work, um, when you host your show in your career? Like, yeah. had, had, like for me, I played basketball, volleyball, track, and I was a cheerleader. Oh, yeah. So, right. So <laughs> I've always been driven, right. you know what I mean? And could do a whole bunch of stuff. That's why people are like, child, how do you do it all? I was like, I guess I've just been that type of person mm-hmm. all along. And I think what sports for me made me strong, made me tough, made me team be player. a team player, mm-hmm. jinx, yeah. um, and, and, and learn those things. So I love sports. What do, you, what do you think we as women, because I am an avid supporter of the WNBA. Mm-hmm. I'm sponsor of the Los Angeles Sparks. Oh. Um, my goal is I'd love to be a co-owner of the sports. And you will. I, I'm, I'm putting it out there in the and air. I will. keep on putting it out there in the air. That what can we do that we can take our women and make them feel more valued. Like I want them to get more TV time. Like they just, the WNBA just gave them a new contract where they have maternity leave, oh, wow. where they have maternity care, that when they fly, they have to fly them certain ways. Girl, they damn near had them on the Greyhound bus. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. They, okay, pack lunches and everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we learned any lessons crazy. from the uh, U.S. Uh, soccer team, which was way more successful than the men's soccer team. Okay. Oh, I love them. They you, you were know? so awesome. We got to, we, we, did they start the whole equal pay yep. equal pay sure yeah, yeah. We, we have to support that we got to go to these events and we can't like you know people would jump at getting laker tickets but not jump at getting sparks tickets exactly well, we, we, we got to support it yeah and i can tell you with the sparks they're so the games are so family oriented they're so fun everyone that comes to the games they have a great time we got the wig out cam the vivica fox wig out cam girl <laughs> we get it all in but people the way we fix is people like you getting involved and bringing yes. your celebrity and your you know attention and your eyeballs and your fans to to 
you know, they're going to support the things that you support. Can I tell you a quick story real quick? Do you know I went to the WNBA finals because of Sparks. Y'all should have made it last year, but y'all didn't because of some stuff. But we're going to talk about that. Um, the game was in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And I was I was watching the playoffs. I was tweeting. I was doing everything to support it. And I just got a bug up my butt. And I said, I want to go to this game. And I reached out to them. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I paid for myself to go there. First class, thank you. Of course. Stayed at the Watergate Hotel in Washington, D.C. I had a fabulous time. Me and BJ went together. Girl, do you know somebody, when I was tweeting, somebody said, oh, yeah, Miss Celebrity, you probably got a free ride there. I know you got mad. Did I cut them up every way I could? Are you kidding me? What? I said, you want me to break out my receipts for American Express Platinum card? Bitch, I paid to get there. I like how you're a hood but bougie at the same time. You're like, do you want me to? I'm going to fuck you up, but let me show you my American Express Express Platinum. Come on, Platinum, I'm sorry. My bad, Platinum. We we working toward the black. We working toward the black. I like that, Vivica, about you. you But I was so honored. And then when they found out I was going to be there, they made me like the honorary co-captain. I got to go out in the middle of the thing and with the girls. And I was just like, and then I have a video where uh, one of the players came off and she saw me and she was like, oh my God, Vivica Fox is here. That probably meant so much. Yeah, yeah, T-Cloud. T-Cloud came and just gave me like, girl, I, I posted that. See? Oh, yes. I See. posted that one because I was you like so proud. You made a difference doing that, though. Yes, and I was there because it was like, even though my team wasn't there, I was still proud to be there to support the WNBA. And can I tell you, a shout out to Washington Mystics uh, t- uh, team and they fans. The arena was packed. Really? It was filled all the way up to the top. Good and team. I said, this makes me proud. They deserve that. Because baby, them girls, they dunking. Brittany Griner is dunking. They do, dunking. They're putting up threes. They're doing all of this still while having periods. Yes. Raising families, True. being wives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And then also some of them are gay and having oh, to yeah, deal yeah. with those stigmas. The of you're a boy and you're da 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 They da, deal da, with da, all that. They deal still. with a lot. But I love those girls. And I just think feel like us as beautiful black women that we need to make sure. No, beautiful women. I don't even need to say black women. As beautiful women who are athletes, former athletes. Yes. Good child. My knees can't handle uh, running up and down that court. My girl, my knees, I can't everything have, done gone. I can't we just say good anymore. My boy. <laughs> Young me try to put my um, leg on his shoulder. I'm like, we can't do that anymore. You should have hollered at me in the 90s. Baby, it. it was all like popcorn. Oh, okay. In the 90s. Woo, woo. All the beast uh, then. Uh, woo, woo. <laughs> now, now I'm like, ah. I can't hear birds. I can't do the fuck Baby, no I got to drop ten. Hold on. Right. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, I want to thank you so much. This was so fun. Yes, this yes, reminds yes, me of when we were in New York, yes. meeting on our Sundays, yes. going over strategy and having, you know, $500 lunches that you paid for. Thank you. Yes, I at, did. Yes, because I was broke. And you have to invest in thyself. Oh, right, you. right, right. We had plenty of wine. And <laughs> no. I, can you believe they closed down our Barneys? Did they? I, can you believe that? See, what that's the how hell? much how cheap I am. I didn't even know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they did? <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Well, House Forever 21 doing? No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> Then I'll be devastated. No, well, anyway, Claudia, <laughs> thank you so much. I love seeing you. I love I'm seeing you, you too. I, I just appreciate that you came and did Hustling of with course. Vivica A. Fox. We need you that, out loud. Okay. Uh, I will. I will. I absolutely. Have a verbal commitment on camera? Yes, absolutely. Okay, of course I will. You know I'm supportive. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't I don't take. I make sure that I, you know, take not take, but I congratulate. You do. I'm not a hater, you know. No, I don't. So it's good to see you, you and too. see your pretty face and seeing you so happy. I am. Thank you. Yeah, and you'll help me get past my Kenya drama. But that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. We're gonna, we gonna pray on. about it. I'm gonna work on it. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna come to your show what? and get some therapy. You are you are a beautiful person. <laughs> 
And you're very, you, no matter how famous you are, you've always been approachable still. Yeah. And I feel like you being the bigger person to someone that is, we all know Kenya is like, she has a lot of demons that she had from her childhood. Yes. And that's not to just be on her side. I'm not saying that. I know. But you being the big person like that, you can make a difference. You really can. We're going to try. Yeah, we're going to pray about okay, it. How about good. that? There okay. We go. So let's give a round of applause to our head <laughs> special. To our special guest today, Miss Claudia Jordan. I love you, girl. Love you Check too. her out. Where can they find you at on social media? Uh, uh, at Claudia Jordan. I'm very vocal and I clap back a little too much because I have a lot of time. So don't come at her because <laughs> she's going to put you sideways, push you up, and then push roll over you. Okay? <laughs> so anyway, y'all, wrapping this up, we are going to get to our Today Hustle Hack. And our hustle hack today is hashtag be ready. Hashtag be ready, y'all. In order to seize your moment, you have to be ready and stay ready, okay? Always be prepared so when opportunity comes your way, you are ready. Can't nobody say you didn't seize the moment. So hashtag be ready. All right, y'all. Subscribe to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. And you can find me on social media on Instagram at Miss V Fox, on Twitter at Miss Vivica Fox. And I'm verified, y'all. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Mwah!